The following podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Hello everybody, welcome to Off Your Chest with Josh and Beth. I'm Josh. And I'm Beth. <laughs> and Beth, why are you are poking yourself in the eye? What's going on? If I've just, like, I didn't wear total makeup off last night, so I'm just trying to to remove some because um, I feel like poop. That's Did what you go I... out last night? What's What happened? No, we we had a late one, to be fair. We, um, mm. So I'm, I'm really tired. But we were like, because it's Super Bowl tonight, so we were like... Oh, oh I we'll, know. Yeah, we were like, we're going to be staying up late anyway, so we'll have a late one, then we can, like, sleep in. Then I forgot I was I was getting up anyway for this to record a podcast. So <laughs> I'm tired. I've got allergies and um yeah, that's 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 my life right now. Uh where where are you going to watch the big game? I'm gonna watch it at home. Which is what you oh, just do. at home. Yeah. Fair enough. Is it on BBC again, is it? Um, I imagine so. I don't know. Yeah. I just I Usually just is. I turn up and it's and it's on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No questions asked. Um, yeah. I'm going to be watching the big game tonight from uh, the kitchen at work because I'm going to be working till 3am. Wow, that's a yep. late shift. I am sorry. That is, it's okay, don't worry about it. I volunteered for it. Oh, get to work. With, get to work with Charlotte. I'm going to be alright. Yeah. That's nice. She's going to kill me when she realises how crap I am at the job, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not usually get to work together? Uh, we've worked together. Well, we've worked together, you know, at Thought Bubble, but um, we've worked no, one mean, shift like, together. Yeah, like this uh, new job kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we've had one shift together, um, so it should, and that was all right. Um, so yeah, should be fine. Um, cool. It's just going to be very late. That's all. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, quick question. Um, yes. I've got I've got a question for you here in my book. Um, how do you cut your toast? Is it corner to corner or side to side? I don't. I just eat it as a slice. Wow. That's bold. You don't piss <laughs> it out? No, I enjoy, like, because I like to have soggy toast. Like, basically, the way I have my toast is it's basically just bread warm, and then I put butter on it, That's and it's nice. Toast. It's nice and, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, soggy. <laughs> and then it's... You just described all toast. No. It's hot bread. It's hot bread with butter on. No, because no, my, right? Because it's it's not toasted. It's just bread that's warm. That's all I need. I don't uh, need. So it does. So your bread doesn't go like how 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 brown does your bread get? Oh, it doesn't go brown. Oh, what the? What's wrong with you? No, I just need it warm and just just you, so the butter melts. Do you have false teeth? Is that is that what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> no, but we should say that because I actually do have baby teeth. What? What? You still have baby teeth? Yeah, I've got, I've got, um, I've only got like, I think maybe four now. Um, I used to have like another one, um, but it it had to be removed because it actually broke in half because obviously they're not intended to last for over twenty years. Ooh, but uh, yeah, but yeah. So basically, I've just not got the the adult teeth underneath, so there's nothing to push them out. So I've oh still, right, okay. So I've still got the odd baby tooth, basically. I've, I've learned a disturbing fact about you there, I think. It's <laughs> <laughs> messed up. Yeah, hey, yeah. Dear. I had to go to the, I remember I went to, like, the dentist when I was... I must have been at the time, like, 16 or so. Um, hmm. And went to the dentist, and, and I think it was, like, the first time the dentist had been, like, 
Oh, it appears you have baby teeth still. We should probably look at that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah, I don't think that I should. No, I think I was about 18, actually. Yeah, and they were like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't have baby teeth by, na- by now. I was like, yeah, well, thanks for noticing. I've been coming here, you know, every year, but yeah, so. <laughs> it took them that long to realise. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yes, yeah, so the, the next room found out it had no teeth underneath. Well, there you go. Yes. <laughs> That's. I don't really know where to go from there. Media, what have you been watching? <laughs> Um, Bob's Burgers got really into Bob's Burgers. Oh, that's a great show. Yeah. Yeah, we never we never watched it. Well, we'd seen like the odd episode, but like now we're actually really <clears throat> watching it. We're on to, like season four now, I think. Yeah. I will say it's definitely. I would say it's definitely one of the better adult animated shows because there's been some right crap, hasn't there? There's been what was what was that one? That Paradise PD. Who? Oh, I never watched that one. I watched an episode and it was it was as bad as you it was pretty bad yeah I also <laughs> especially compared to... to Bob's Burgers and South Park and yeah. you know the cl- the classic even early family guy you know what I mean like but yeah, yeah. I actually sure, saying yeah. that <clears throat> I watched um I watched Family Guy at Christmas time because I was while I was wrapping presents um I wanted to look for like you know something to put on so yeah. I looked at the, I went to Disney Plus and looked at their sort of like Christmas specials. Um, mm. So I watched the Family Guy Christmas specials and it was like a new one. And it was actually really funny. I was I was actually impressed with how how funny it was and how much yeah. it, it, it got me. Because like, I kind of, you know, like most of us, I stopped watching Family Guy when it was kind of, you kind of outgrew the comedy, I feel. That's all right when it when it makes a comeback. I'm ho- I'm hoping the Simpsons will make some sort of comeback like that, but oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> like no. that is that is not a good show. But no. yeah, it's 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 jumped the shark. It's not doing yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, we've been watching a, a show. Um, yes. That's kind of like none of those shows. Uh, it's called Killing <laughs> Eve. Uh, oh we yeah, watch... we keep meaning to watch that, but it's a big commitment. <laughs> It is a big commitment, yeah. Uh, well, I'd already seen the first season and, like, a couple of episodes of the second season. Charlotte hadn't seen any of it, um, so we just blasted through all three seasons because the final season's coming out a little bit later this month. Um, all I can say is, excellent show, uh, great costumes, great costumes, great costumes. The outfits and fashion on that show are amazing. <laughs> that wasn't where I thought you were going to go. Like, I didn't think you'd go towards the fashion. No, because it's... Well, you know the premise of the show. It's like um, a cat and mouse romance stroke procedural where a C... Uh, not CIA, yeah. Uh, MI5, MI6 lady is looking at uh, looking for uh, an assassin. But, yeah. like, that assassin... Oh, my God, she dresses so well. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a goddamn fashion show. It's great. Is that yeah. Sandra Oh? Uh, Sandra Oh is the MI6 investigator. Okay. Jodie Comer is the... Um, the the assassin. Okay. Villain cool. Villanelle, which is a crap name, but there you go. <laughs> okay, no, Villanelle. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, it's not the not the only thing that I've seen that has uh, some interesting outfits because I went to the films to the cinema films. Oh, did you? For the first you... time since Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <clears throat> I went to go see I, that as well. To be fair. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> why did we go see that? It was ridiculous, but yeah. And it, yeah, <clears throat> it was. I, you know what? I went with my friend and with Lewis, and it was just a nice little excursion. 
it was all right. I, I'll tell you what, when uh, when Mewtwo popped up, I was just like, <gasps> oh, yeah. oh my God, yeah. I was I was like, oh, you know, you know what it's you just like, do to me. It's just like, oh, this takes place in the same continuity as the first Pokemon movie? Whoa, yeah. mad. Yeah, but yeah, But the film that we went to go see was uh, The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, I've um, not seen it, but... Um... Lewis has, and also we we both like watched a review about it recently, talking about it. But yeah, he's he's seen it. He's got opinions on it. Are they positive or negative? Mm, mostly negative. Well, here's why he's wrong because that is <laughs> that film ruled. Oh, I swore. Oh, I haven't done that in ages. Oh, you swore. <laughs> oh, naughty. That film ruled. Um... <laughs> I think like his issue with it was just like it it it. Basically, just if it's I think it felt like fan like basically fan service for the um, oh one hundred percent yeah and that basically it was just sort of like it said there was there was characters that you were kind of expected to remember and you were like well, they weren't very important at the time I don't remember them um, and then he <laughs> said that there was all it was basically just like it was it was redoing the first movie i guess or it was like just using flashbacks or something it just seemed a bit lazy i guess i think he said there was a i did have some issues with it but it wasn't anything that broke my enjoyment of it because ostensibly the film is a heist movie uh that takes place within the matrix and outside of them outside of the matrix and then in the matrix as well so it's a two-part heist film um but yeah i'd say if you really if you really enjoyed the second and third Matrix films, you will enjoy this. If you yeah. enjoyed the first Matrix film and didn't care for two and three, you probably won't like this one. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I was so giddy. I'd forgotten how much I absolutely adored The Matrix as a kid. Um, and, yeah, I was just, like, very excited to see this film. And um, the way that they do it as well... Like, Neil Patrick Harris is the main... Um, main bad guy in it and yeah. um he absolutely brings it he's incredibly menacing which was surprising um and they did have to do some recasting on agent smith and morpheus as well um but those those casting choices were great like the guy who's playing um agent smith now it's not hugo weaving it's jonathan groff who you may know as the king from hamilton um the oh, disney yeah, recording yeah. of that yes um and he's been in some other stuff as well but like it was scary how much he looks like Hugo Weaving and, like, got the nuances right. But, yeah, great film um, if you enjoy The Matrix sequels. Um, and if you haven't watched it, go watch The Matrix. It's so good. <laughs> Even though it's 200 years old at this point. But Keanu Reeves, so, you know, there we go. Yeah, yeah young Keanu Reeves. And uh, yeah, there's obviously obviously we now know that Keanu Reeves like his long hair and beard, the John Wick Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um. So he looks like that in this film, but in the real world, he is as he was in the original Matrix, like buzz cut, shaved, all that stuff. Yeah. He don't look good. He looks. He needs. He needs that hair and beard because he looks <laughs> like. What's the word? He looks like a pickled testicle uh, without oh, it, no. unfortunately. But Pocciano. Yeah, no, it, hey, look, he knows his look. He knows his look. He does, fair. He yeah. definitely does. And it works. Um, I also did something else for the first time since uh, lockdown. 
Okay, let's. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Would you like to take a guess? Ooh, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Okay, what what have you done for the first time since lockdown? <laughs> it's not that exciting, actually. But been to a adults club. And define adults club. Um, the type like Pandora. Where, the type where you touch each other's adult parts. Oh, so like Pandora. No, we haven't been to Pandora. Um, okay, cool. But they do have a world, a on their website, a world-famous buffet. I don't know how world-famous the buffet is at a swingers club, but here we go. But, you know what? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see what you're yeah. saying, but continue. <laughs> uh, we went to we went to a gig, a, an actual music gig with nice. people and stuff. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it was very, very surreal being in a crowd again, but it was very enjoyable. Um Shouts out to Girls' Night. Go buy their new album, girlsnight.bandcamp.com. <laughs> well then, cool. Uh, yeah, someone I know from Bubble, but yeah, but yeah, have a look at the Pandora website because it, it is a treat. Because it was, um, I don't know, I don't think it's been updated uh, since GeoSays. I can't even find like. Hang on. If you search Pandora, all you get is Pandora web uh, jewelry. Uh, Google Pandora Swingers Club. <laughs> Don't beat about the bush. Just go. I mean, for you it. can at Pandora <laughs> with consent. With consent. Pandora Swingers. Okay, oh, they've got it. karaoke night. Amazing. Okay, yeah. So I'm. I didn't even like. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, we'll stop just... This This podcast has turned into us both just independently looking at a website for a swingers club. <laughs> and I'm not entirely I, uh, sure. You know what? I've You know what? I've I've been on three podcasts in my life and it always comes to this. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> One way or another, this is how it goes. Always comes down to this. Yeah. Uh, yes, they've got karaoke on a Thursday. So there you go. Well, to be fair, is I can't it... imagine the Thursday's a busy night for a swingers club. When we drive past it, because um, on Friday, Fridays and Saturdays, um, I usually get out about half eleven from work. Yeah. And when we drive past it, like the car park is absolutely rammed. Um, really? Pu- pun intended. Um, <laughs> and uh, first time we did it, uh, first time we saw it, sorry, we uh, <laughs> checked. <laughs> we haven't been. I'd, I would absolutely let you know if we'd been, but we haven't. Oh, um, I'd like but, a review if you did. I know, that'd be weird, right? Uh, but basically, Charlotte's friend from Burlesque, uh, she posted that she was performing there. So they do have regular burlesque nights, and it usually coincides when the car park's absolutely jam-packed. But, yeah, we just need to uh, <laughs> we just need to regularly visit this crock of crap website to do that. <laughs> do you know what? <clears throat> I would love to go to one of their burlesque nights, as long as you didn't have to necessarily touch anyone's you don't have to you can you can go in watch the show have a drink and have have something from the world famous buffet and (laughs) then book her off oh do you know what i might i might actually see if if lewis lets us do that cool 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 cool. can we can we do that as a double date i feel as though that would be too ridiculous for us not to do as a double date i mean yeah if if lewis is up for it then yeah Sure. Awesome. Right. Okay. <laughs> Would Charlotte be up for going diner. to it? Uh, well, she's been up for going for uh, the burlesque thing anyway. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll, um, we'll yeah. potentially look into that and we'll do a review of it. 
That's going to be the weirdest review. We could, oh, we could have the world famous buffet. We can review the world famous buffet. Ah, oh, because obviously we've I been recording. I want to do this over, so much. <laughs> we've been recording over Zoom for what two years or something now since the start of the pandemic. A long, long time. Like literally, before, as soon as it started, so beginning of twenty twenty. I, if the first time we see each other in person since the beginning of lockdown is a swingers club we've already seen each other have we yes we have photos together <gasps> yep we did yep <laughs> never mind so it's fact we've had a buffet in between the swingers club it's fine <laughs> i thought you said buffet then i was just like i don't remember the buffet <laughs> the world buffet famous buffet what? <laughs> no we've had a buffer since since yes. then so it's, it's all good you know i think there was a box of snickers in the back but i don't think that's a buffet but <laughs> anyway we're going to go through to Josh's brand new segment, which yes. is the mini golf reviews. I've been looking forward to this. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, it's not the one that I said I was going to do. Okay. Because I th- I feel as though I need to replay the first hole on, um, what's it called? Dinosaur Trail or something like that? Jurassic Golf, whatever it was. There's T-Rex Trail and... What was which, the other one? Volcano Falls. Can- that's it. So yeah, yeah, I haven't done Volcano Falls recently. So what I have done instead is I've um, done uh, York Golf Range. Uh, so oh, York! When we were, yeah, this is from when we were up at York at Putt Stars. So we figured, hey, let's go do another. Let's go do the two in one day. So this is uh, the review of that. So basically, York Golf Range. It's uh, a driving range facility on the outskirts of York. Uh, it's about an hour's drive away from. Uh, where we are in Leeds, but uh, yeah. the range itself has a whole load of props, baskets, and targets to hit, uh, as well as short range targets like flags and poles, so you can practice your short game. It's got golf shop, foot golf, cafe, and of course, the mini golf course. And from the very first hole at York Golf Range, it really sets out its stall. It's a really simple flat green with a castle prop and a couple of rocks, and it looks very simple, but this is sort of where you'll come to the realization that what lies beneath this seemingly calm surface is a whole load of jagged rocks (laughs) because this hole which looks as though it should take two strokes took five the props were strategically placed so that if you use them you'll be punished yeah Um, and the vast majority of the holes are flat but there are some holes that are on multiple levels which leads to uh, one of the course's really unique features, and I've played a lot of mini golf course, never seen anything like this, which is a water feature that intersects. It's like a little stream that goes through four holes, but the sides which it touches are open. So you okay. have a water hazard. You have four holes with water hazards on a mini golf course. Nice. And if you think that you can use the other sides uh, that are there to avoid the opening you are wrong because the the sides are made of uh, bricks and cobblestones and wooden blocks so if well it's mostly cobblestones and bricks so if you hit them it will ricochet at an angle it won't behave how you think it will behave okay and one of the highlights was sort of a longer hole that had two drop down points and if you put with enough force the ball drops onto the flat area where you can make quite a simple shot but if you even hit it ever so slightly not like, if you don't get enough power behind it, which is very easy to do, we found out, um, you basically have to... It falls down, and you have to get two strokes to set it up again for the shot. It was 
a ridiculous thing. There's no room for error on this. That said, uh, the theming for the golf course it is quite subtle. There's no outright theme that is advertised there, but everything that you see looks to have come from a garden centre. And with the cafe overlooking the course, uh, as well as the really nice scenic location, because it is just sort of rural Yorkshire between some woodlands, it really brings home sort of like the garden centre vibes for it. Um, so there's no theme, but it, it, you know, it looks as though it's been made out of you know the back of Tong Garden Centre or something like that. But the last hole, which is just sort of a very typical ramp up the ball, so the hole, so the ball is irretrievable. But the opening to it is really small, and the green is huge. So if you miss that shot, you're using three strokes to set it up again. Um, but yeah, overall, it is a really tough course to pin down because it is frustrating to play with the difficulty. Punishing would be more of an apt describer, but it's more of a course that you sort of want to overcome with time and patience um sort of honing the craft which for most recreational activities wouldn't be great but with golf you know it's about i mean the whole sort of thing with golf is sort of like it's person versus themselves there's no outside force except for the weather and you, you've got one goal you need to get the ball in there with as few strokes as possible and when golf is distilled down to just that this course might be one of the best that i've played but it is very frustrating so i give that three thumbs out of five and it might be updated for a future review once I get better at mini golf, but very difficult course. That's I, I want to go try that now, like because of how difficult you're saying it is as well. Yeah, and also as well, even if you do rubbish at the mini golf, they've got foot golf, they've got a cafe, they've got a driving range, they've got a nine nine hole practice course, they've got everything you need there. Oh, and the okay, driving cool. range is so fun as well, because there's like targets Oh, wow, we love a driving range, so targets would be super fun. Yeah, there's, like, loads of targets and, like, loads of those big trampoline catching baskets and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's a great day out. Uh, I was going to say, that that's something that we'll, we'll definitely go there. You've given us two um, two great um, places to go in this podcast, mm. one being a, a mini-golf course and the other being a swingers club, you know, so... <laughs> we go. We have different types of things occurring here. It's all about strokes and holes. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you want to do a final... Oh, a good one. Thank you. Uh, I, I do have them sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you like to do a vice or shice? I would like to do a vice or shice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. hang on. There's something from the... There's actually something that's just reminded me of this one here. Um, something in vice or shice that's reminded me of this. Um, have you been watching the Winter Olympics? No. But um, I've been like keeping up with it via some of the like Olympians that I follow on social media, but I've not been watching it. Been too busy studying. Twenty fourth, of course, seven. of course. Yes. <laughs> well, I dedicate an hour a day to the BBC Sport Highlight Show, nice. and let me tell you, the coverage on the BBC is uh, very good. But they focus a lot on Team Britain, the British team, which makes sense. But Britain are really crap at the Winter Olympics, yeah. so it's quite depressing. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, I follow, um, like, a, an Olympian called Janice. Um, she's, like, a snowboarder. Um, and mm. she's, I think she's doing it at the moment for Malta. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, 
there's people like there's there's just people there's, you don't want to i mean obviously you know is it you don't want to focus on just one country there's so many amazing people and you want to see like these amazing runs that people have with like with like snowboarding and skiing whatever else um so mm. it does suck when like you kind of like monop- they've got like only one country that they focus on is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> Um, especially when the country isn't very good because yes. I was watching the the highlights of the skeleton bobsleigh and they did they showed the two British runs in full this was on the highlight show so they showed the two British runs in full which was 26th and 14th in total and then they show the uh, the the one that came in first place uh, the German guy um, and it was just like okay well we've wasted two runs. <laughs> watching these guys who were kind of crap <laughs> can we focus on the people who do really good please can we you. please see what it's supposed to look like <laughs> show us the germans show us the dutch show us the americans show us the norwegians yeah. it's the winter olympics for god's sake yeah basically um uh, let's not mention the doping country because they really don't deserve it to be honest with you but there we go <laughs> yeah 15 15 year old ridiculous anyway um so what we do is i go to vice.com get some ridiculous article headlines i get two real ones i make one up and then beth needs to find out which one i need to figure out mentally which one's which and how good am i at this oh appalling (laughs) (laughs) and you know what i i try so hard as well i justify each decision i did actually discover something about myself that i want to show you after this but uh, we'll go with the first one here, sir. Number one, uh, see if you can spot the theme here. Okay. The Venezuelan national team blame World Cup disappointment on witchcraft. Cool, 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 cool. The holy thugs of Venezuela. What? That was it? That was it? That Yeah, that okay, was it. Okay, cool. Uh, Venice, <laughs> Venezuela's elite flip... Hmm. Take two. I'll keep that in. Can't be bothered. Uh, Venezuela's... <laughs> Venezuela's elite flew helicopters to party on a sacred mountain. Okay, first one's shy, so that's what I'm going for, because um, I don't think you'd have made up such a short title for the second one. I just don't, I think it would have seemed too fake. And Mm. um, the third one sounds more legit than the first one, to be honest with you. Congratulations, (gasps) you got that bang on. Yes! Yeah! Woo! I will say this, that uh, the one about the helicopter, that sort of, I thought like, oh, what would happen if I put Venezuela into the search terms? There were nine different articles with the headline Venezuela Rising. Of course, there, there was the political uprising a few oh, years okay. ago in Venezuela. There was nine different articles, but that was it. That, there was no other context. It was just Venezuela Rising. I was just like, clicking through, I was just like, these are all different articles. What's it's like um, part of your horoscope when you're like, a, you're, a, you're a Scorpio rising. <laughs> it's like, like that Venezuela rising. We see economic collapse in your future. <laughs> um, <anyway. laughs> so, uh, second question. So, I'll give you a tick. Uh, a tick. I feel like I need, I need to mark it down because it's so, it's so rare that it happens. Yeah, you, all anyway. you've done basically is just been like <clears throat> paper in front of you, just giving it a tick. <laughs> yeah. Just a tick in the middle of the paper. Thank you. I appreciate that tick. It's got all my stuff on it as well. Oh, there thank we go. You. Um, anyway. Uh, so, second question. Someone bought NFTs from accused Bitcoin launderer and they're pissed. Okay, true. 
This Indian couple exchanged NFT vows with a digital priest on the blockchain. And the woman who got an NFT tattoo is being sued. Okay, second one's fake. Um, well, I don't actually think it is because... I, okay, I don't actually think it is because of the terms and stuff used. However, I don't... I just don't... I don't... I don't understand it and I don't see it, so I'm going to say that the second one's fake. Second one's shice. Okay, that one is true. Oh, behave! Unbelievably... Unbelievably... <laughs> Unbelievably, the second one is true. This Indian couple exchanged NFT vows with a digital priest on the blockchain. It's just like, can you can you imagine explaining that to a caveman? <laughs> just that sentence, don't change anything. Yeah, it's just like, well, India is a country that doesn't exist yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> NFTs... Goodness knows. But uh, the woman who got an NFT tattoo is being sued is false. Okay. I made that one up. I, I uh, wouldn't believe that. To be... Actually, no. No, thinking about it, because in theory they'd like that, because it's advertising. Um, unless yeah. they were getting sued by the someone who owned that particular NFT, and they were like, yeah. that's my NFT, don't we? Should... But then, I don't know. But they're... either no. way, you made it up. You done a makeup on it. I did. And if you do want to see, um, like, I'll be honest with you, that's not going to be the only NFT round that we do in Vice or Shice because there is so many of the stupidest headlines that I've ever read if you search NFT on Vice. Like, it is mad. You know, I'm not a fan of the technology, but the culture surrounding it seems to be so weird and fascinating. But anyway, uh, so I'll just mark that down as wrong. <laughs> So that tick, no big X. I'll put it in a bigger book. Because uh, oh, there's more of them. No worries. <laughs> okay, so. Number three. Yes. Inside Canada's first weed curling tournament. Amazing. Can I please be part of it? I don't, I don't care what it is. It could be eyelash curling, could be curling on ice. Don't care. I'm there. <laughs> I didn't even think of eyelash curling there. <laughs> Is that sexist? I don't know. Anyway, uh, the mystery of the Japanese weed farm that disappeared overnight. That didn't disappear. It got destroyed. All evidence. Continue. Um, and this guy wants to invest millions in a Taliban weed factory. So remarkably, only one of those I made up. I know. Um, it's easy to say that you made up the Taliban one because you do like to... You do, you do like to, to put a Taliban, like, reference in there, here and there. Why? When, when have I ever done that except for the Game Awards? The Game Awards! Oh, the, that was precise, the Year the Awards, Awards. That was precisely was. what I'm thinking of. Okay, right. But I'm going to say that's true. <laughs> Best comeback of the Taliban. <laughs> I laughed for five minutes when I wrote that. <laughs> I'll be honest. It stuck with me as well. It's just... <laughs> Best contract. Sorry, John Travolta or Cher. Oh God. Or Abba. Right, lest we forget Abba. Is that is that a comeback? They released a new album. I know. I've heard it. Oh yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. Great. Yeah, no. I wouldn't say it's a comeback, but it, the comeback. I think Mamma Mia. I think Mamma Mia was more of a comeback for uh, Abba <laughs> than, you know what? than I, this album was. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's one of the best-selling DVDs of all time, by the way. Was just it really? Mm-hmm. It must be the feel goods. People love the feel goods, and they want the they want the feel goods at home, and they want to feel good. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. So, um, right. So, God, let me think what they were. 
Taliban, the Taliban one. Okay, Taliban one's true. <laughs> no, true. Yeah, true. Um, oh, it was weed. Japanese weed farm overnight. I'm going to go with Japanese weed farm because I don't feel like it would be big enough news. I feel like that's something that probably happens fairly often, just in general everywhere. You've won. Yes! Oh, my God! <laughs> oh! I a lack of sleep. <laughs> lack of sleep does me in a good way. Okay, cool. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> a weird reaction to winning. Okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, inside Canada's first weed curling tournament, it was ice curling. You are correct on that one cool. there. And the guy wants to invest millions in a Taliban weed factory. Also true. I just want to point out as well, there is a, a story here uh, on Vice that I found called Hardcore Bitcoiners Turn on Ross Ulbricht for Selling an NFT from Prison. Now, if you don't know, Ross Ulbricht is the guy who is serving life in prison for founding the Silk Road website, That's which the was drug one, one of right? the. That was the drug yeah. one, yes. Got shut down in 2013, 2014. They found him, and he's in prison for life now. But on this website, uh, on this article there, it links to Ross Ulbricht's Twitter account. Uh, which uh, has been frequently updated and was last updated um, about five days ago at this point. <laughs> how is he? How do you tweet from prison? What are, he, are his tweets like about prison? Does he have like does is if it's prison tweets? Then I'm actually fairly interested. Give me the give uh, me the there DL. Was, there was one here. Hang on, I'll find one. It was from January twentieth, and it was just like it said: "The lockdown is over. It's good to get out of the cell and out on the rec yard." But I fear the culture is shifting, and there may be more lockdowns to come. I was just like, like prison lockdowns or like COVID lockdowns. Well, yeah, because I don't think that COVID lockdowns really matter to to you. You you're always in lockdown. Your life is an entire lockdown yeah. now. So uh, one from January one from January the eleventh started another eight week meditation course with six new students. How is he tweeting in prison? I don't understand. Also, we decorate. We decorated the entire cell block this year. Paper snowflakes, paper snowflakes, stockings, and lights everywhere. Amazing. Smiley face emoji. Oh, smiley face emoji. But also, here's the thing: I've never heard of anyone tweeting from prison before. Why is the first time I'm hearing about that? So the first person to be given access to tweeting from prison, I'm obviously making that up, but you know what I mean, is someone who is in prison for stuff done on the internet that's dodge. Yeah. Right. What? Yeah. What? Why? How? He's, okay. He's. I assume he's he's not tweeting frequently, so it does look as though there's like a week or a couple of days between each tweet. So I assume they have a library with internet access there. But again, don't, yeah, but sh yeah. he's in prison for life. Know. He's been put in prison for life for this without parole. But they're just like, oh, but you can, you know, we'll still give you internet. We're not complete animals. You know what I mean? Like, it's what? Mm. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Yes. Okay. But yeah, this is, uh, this is if life. you do want, it is life. But if you do want to hear the Ross Ulbricht story, which is incredibly fascinating, yes. there is a great three-part series on Kit, but by Case File about this, and I'll pop it in the link in the show notes there. But yeah, there cool. you go. Yeah, yeah. There's also uh, <laughs> an article there. Who is robbing Europe's elite footballers? Who no cares? One. Let them be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of people actually. A lot of a lot of footballers getting raided. But who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> they rich. Yeah, exactly. So I think that'll do it for us here. Uh, unless there's anything else you would like to add. How's how's TikTok going, by the way? Real um, quick. 
It's oh, it's it's going well. Um, I've got eighteen thousand-ish followers now, I think. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. Like I've I realised that I could um make money from it, and I, basically once you get to like certain criteria, um, you can you can like access the creator fund, and I'm making a whopping between twenty to fifty p a day, but. I that mean, adds up. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that's pretty. Does cool. that mean you're a pro? Because sort of when when I was doing comedy, they said that you're not a professional comedian until you get your first paid gig. Yeah. So that's how I, fe I are feel. Are you are yeah. you a professional TikToker? I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah because it makes me feel good about myself. Thanks. Fair enough. You need to get like uh, your at handle on a pair of sweatpants or whatever you know. <laughs> I've at also handle on sweatpants. To be fair, I have also. Um, reached out to a couple of influencer agencies because I know that if I want to do it properly full time I need to do ads and I can only do ads if I get paired with people so I could really do with an agent so I'm gonna I'm hoping that that happens but it should in theory it should do because um like the agencies I've reached out for do micro influencers and I'm the level above micro so it's like there's like levels Millie. There's like I think it's whatever it is. There's there's like levels depending on uh, like how many followers and stuff. So I'm hoping that I'll yeah. I'll hear something. But yeah, that's my, that's how it's going so far, basically. That's really cool. Thank you. Professional TikTok. How can they follow you on TikTok and other social media platforms? Uh, I okay. am Beth Fang Lily, and you will find me mostly on TikTok and on um, Instagram and I will also soon be setting, I've already got it set up, but I will be soon sorting out my Fiverr because I also intend on doing voiceover stuff and like voice stuff on Fiverr. Ooh, that's where I got the uh, the voice that you hear at the start of the episode. The following podcast contains strong language yes. and suggested for a suitable audience. Yes. Guess who's heard that? 75 times. <laughs> This dickhead here, but yeah. Uh, I am at Lizard Thumb on all social media platforms. Cool. Follow so, us. Yeah. <laughs> follow us. And, uh, oh yeah, follow the podcast, uh, OYC Pod uh, Cast. Uh, no, hang on, what, what is it? OYC is it Pod. Off Your Chest Pod. OYC oh, Pod. Off Your Chest Pod. Off, I'll put, li we need to get, we need a bit, get a better one. Yeah, we'll we'll put a link to it below yeah. in the, in the show notes. But yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Descended into nonsense.